Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name's Cole. I already said that. My name's Adam. Yep. Good. Um, Three important soft skills. Are we allowed to talk about that on this podcast? We are. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, But yeah, three important soft skills for artists. For artists. Because we know our audience. Yes, we do. What What are you talking about here? Well, let me let me preface this. Um, if I ever hear someone say, you know, when I was in college, I had a teacher, my ears perk up instantly. You know why? That's free college. Free college. About to get. Wow. Um, okay. But in college, I had a, a good handful of communications classes. And one of them in particular was centered around this concept of soft skills. So it was kind of like a speech and communications class but the professor kind of went in this direction where he said, you're learning all this important stuff about business or about art or about whatever it is that you're doing. But at the end of the day, your first impression that you make on somebody has nothing to do with how good you are at painting. It has nothing to do with how Mm -hmm. good you are at crunching numbers. It has to do with how you make them feel when you communicate with them. Okay. So, so these are adjacent skills, skills that are adjacent to the things that are directly related to making art. Right. And I think we've all met at least one artist in our lifetime who is super duper talented, but they are just not getting repeat business. Yeah. Or they're having a hard time getting booked. And then you talk to them for a, an hour and you're like, yeah, I totally get why. Yeah. When you leave that conversation. So if you don't want to be that person, then these are three important skills that you will want to work on. Okay. So number one is communicating with people who aren't quote unquote art people. So we often talk about how important it is to communicate with your audience and how they're listening to you. You're talking to them. It's a conversation, right? But they are there to get art from you. Mm -hmm. So they are going to be lenient. They are going to be like, that's an artist. They're making this work that I enjoy. Yeah. But when you are communicating with, let's say, a venue partner or you're communicating with a sponsor of an art show or you're getting commissioned to put a mural up in a building and it's the first mural there and that person that you're working with has never worked with an artist before in their entire career, you are going to be talking to people who, if you don't tailor your language to them they're not going to understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. so when you're communicating about challenges that are creative challenges that you're going to face or you're talking about their expectations for the art like you don't want to use a bunch of jargon that they're not going to understand and you want to put things plainly and communicate in a way where they aren't leaving the meeting like well i came in with all these questions and now i only have more yeah yeah, I, I think um, when you're talking about this, about um, what's that guy who has all those perfect pitch videos? Charlie Puth. Yeah, and he like we will be he'll be doing an interview and a car horn will go off and he goes like, uh, that's a G. And then he's like, uh, uh, what is a G? And then he like pulls out the tuner and he's like, oh, look, see, it's a G. Uh. And he's like talking about very technical musical things in a way that like general audiences think are fascinating mm-hmm. um or somebody like uh what's the other guy's name jacob collier who like is very technical in the music that he does but he presents it in a way that even kind of non-art people or non-musicians 
are still finding a way to connect with what it is that that they're doing in their art. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's huge. And I'll just give one example because this is a mistake that I've seen people make a lot is let's say you're halfway through with a design for a client. If you're going to show someone a half finished design, I think one way that you can practice good communication with a non-artist is to explain to them what you have left to do as you're showing them. So that way their mind isn't racing of like, well, are they going to do this? Do they know that it needs to be colored in? Does it need to, you know, are they going to finish this in a way that looks good? Because if you show someone a sketch, then they might freak out because their brief might be, we need a colorful, whatever, whatever. So like just being aware of like, if I'm showing a non-artist an unfinished piece, like I need to fill in the gaps Uh when I communicate with them. For sure. And that will save you a lot of headaches and a lot of time talking people back from a ledge when you're like, whoa, 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 it's not finished. You know? Yeah. So just being being aware of that is important. Number two, and this one was especially tough for me starting out, communicating and negotiating budgets and pricing. Now, a lot of people who are artists turn business owners, they have trouble doing this. And that's because it's not something that you're really ever taught how to do when you're on that path to be an artist, like pricing things out and communicating, Hey, this is why it's worth this. This is how much it should cost. That's something that we sometimes even have a hard time quantifying. Like why does it cost $800 for me to paint this? Well, the paint costs six bucks and you know, if you do the math, like it kind of seems like that's a lot, but when you can communicate why it costs that much or be firm in your pricing and just, kind of have that self-confidence to come out and negotiate for yourself, it can make a world of difference. Yeah, I found that it's actually very helpful to be as detailed and specific as possible. Like if you're budgeting on a mural, for instance, you could say supplies, $2,000, or you could say 12 cans of high quality UV resistant spray paint at $12 per can plus generator plus lift rental. And then, you know, so many people who don't work in our field, um, people who don't work in creative things, honestly, just don't know. And so if we can provide them a deeper understanding of what it is, um, and even things that are, we'll use the word soft again, a little more like softer cost, um, I've found it really helpful as we put together budgets for shows, for instance, to clarify like okay choreographer not just like dance with a broad category of you know six thousand dollars or something but choreographer rehearsal time six dancers uh costumes it's really easy to bucket it together because in our minds we're like yeah i know what all that means but once we divide that stuff out and help people understand why things cost the way they cost um ultimately i think we can end up charging more Yeah, for sure. And one thing for the mental hurdle that a lot of artists do come up against when it comes to talking about money, the person that is asking you to do the service is fully expecting to talk about money. Yeah. Like that's part of their job and they know that you're going to have to talk about money and you might have to negotiate. So you're not annoying them when you're like, Hey, we need to talk about the budget. Like they know that's coming. It's something that they have to do all the time because that's part of their job as a business person or as someone who's hiring artists all the time. Mm -hmm. Like they know that's coming. So you're not 
being weird when you have to talk about money. So just you kind of have to get over it and just go every project has the money conversation. Yeah. It is what it is. If it's hourly, if it's a project rate, whatever it is, like they need to know so they know what to write down in their budget. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be mad that you had to have that conversation. Give us one more soft skill. All right. And this one is a soft skill for yourself. It's about, uh, you know, making sure that you're building the art career that you want. And that is being able to navigate the process of selecting which projects you take and which ones you turn down. And this one, yeah, you're not outwardly kind of showing that to the world, but in a way you are because your selection of what projects you take on is going to kind of steer what kind of work you get in the future. So if you don't have the capacity to take on a certain amount of projects or this certain really big project that you're not sure you can do, or if this project's budget is just not going to work out, being able to tell yourself, no, I'm not going to do that project. And then communicating well with the person that you're deciding to basically reject is a soft skill in and of itself. And eventually you're going to be saying, why in the world would I ever turn that down? Like, how is that even possible that I could say no to that? And it's just an inevitability. Like there are going to be great things that come your way and are going to potentially pay really great, but you just don't have the time or ability or capacity to handle it. And I think that's when we can say, Hey, thank you so much for reaching out to me. Thank you so much for this desire to work together I want to do that, but maybe it's not saying no always. It's saying, let's think about this 12 months from now, or let's have another conversation in six months to talk about what we could do later. But right now I can't. Yeah. And there's even a flip side of this where if someone comes to you needing like a very small segment of a project, that's also an opportunity to communicate with them and say, you know what, I can do that, but I also can do this, this, and this, and I have the capability to actually maybe do the entire thing. Yeah. Or maybe I have a team that I can work with and bring in. And understanding those communication opportunities can be an equally great way to get more work. Is that a fourth soft skill? Should we do like 3B <laughs> appendix? Fine. Fine. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, three and a half soft skills. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's clickbait. Cause they're going to go, what's half a soft skill. Oh, and now they know that's a, f- that's a fourth soft skill clickbait. <laughs> that's definitely a soft skill for sure. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out as always. It's an incredible time spending time with you. Follow us on Instagram at entrepreneur podcast, and we'll see you next week. See you there.